Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we read Matthew chapter 12 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priest. Or haven't you read in the law that the priest on the Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent? I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Going on from that place, he went into their synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus, they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He said to them, If any of you has a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. So he stretched out, and it was completely restored, just as sound as the other. But the Pharisees went out and plotted how they might kill Jesus. God's Chosen Servant Aware of this, Jesus withdrew from that place. A large crowd followed him, and he healed all who were ill. He warned them not to tell others about him. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant whom I have chosen, the one I love, in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smothering wick he will not snuff out, till he has brought justice through to victory. In his name the nations will put their hope. Jesus and Belzebub then they brought him a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, and Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. All the people were astonished and said, Could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, It is only by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your people drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions unless he first tied up the strong man? Then he can plunder his house. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. And so I tell you, every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven, 
but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. Anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. Make a tree good and its fruit will be good, or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad, for a tree is recognized by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. The Sign of Jonah then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. He answered, A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repent of the preaching of Jonah, and now something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom, and now something greater than Solomon is here. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean, and put in order. Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how it will be with a wicked generation. Jesus' mother and brothers. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside, wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, Your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. This is the end of the reading of Matthew chapter 12. Now let's look at the key takeaways from chapter 12. First we see the Pharisees were criticizing Jesus for breaking their Sabbath laws by doing work and healing. Jesus then responds to them uh, in Matthew twelve eight, saying, For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath day. Here, Jesus is making it very clear that he has the power to rule over the Sabbath and any laws regarding the Sabbath. The second takeaway is that the Pharisees are extremely upset, especially when they see that Jesus is healing people on the Sabbath. And when they hear him talk like this, they think he's blaspheming. So they started saying that Jesus was doing all this work by the power of the devil. And we see that in Matthew 12, 24, when he says, But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devil. And then we see Jesus recognizes what they're thinking, because in Matthew 12, 25, he says, And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself should not stand. So basically he's saying, 
Listen, guys, it does not make any sense for Satan to put his power behind me, Jesus, because I'm building the God's kingdom and I'm destroying the devil's work on this earth. So why would he put his power behind me? So we see uh, on the third takeaway here when we read uh, Matthew 12, 29 uh, says, or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. So here Jesus is saying that in order for him to cast out demon, uh, he needs to first destroy Satan. Uh, he needs to bind him. And once the Satan is defeated, then he can proceed to destroy the work of the devil and cast out the demons. So in summary, we see that the Pharisees are extremely jealous and critical of Jesus and accuse him of blaspheming and of breaking the Sabbath laws. And finally, they accuse Jesus of doing the devil's work. Jesus replies with stating that his power comes from his father up above and that it would not make any sense for the devil to side with him because he's destroying everything that Satan stands for. So with this, let's end in prayer. Jehovah we acknowledge you as the creator and master of the universe. You created everything and everyone. You sent us your only son and then left us with the Holy Spirit until you return again. May we continue to spend every day of our life focused on doing your kingdom work here on earth. We pray this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Matthew chapter 12. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.